My name is Carl Hinder, and you are listening to the Good To Go podcast. A podcast for salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Welcome to episode nine, how to tackle recruitment issues. Now, the Salon Help Good To Go podcast was designed to kickstart your week. And you might be thinking, well, Kong, we did recruitment last week and we're doing recruitment this week. And I promise you, I'm not trying to repeat it, but we have to have a lot more emphasis on recruitment. And of course, I've got the challenge coming up and I want to make sure that you guys are there. But I promise you that we won't carry on with recruitment forever, even though it's super, super important. Now, just 10 minutes on social media will tell you that salon owners think that there's a shortage of staff, right? They think that... There's a shortage of staff employed or self-employed. But personally, I don't believe that. I don't think there's a shortage of staff at all. Whether you call them staff or workers, I don't really mind. And whether you're in the UK or the USA or another country, this principle applies. There is no shortage of people for your business. Now, what there is a shortage of, there's a shortage of recruitment knowledge, recruitment knowledge and understanding. Because think about it, whoever trained you, whenever did you go on a proper professional recruitment course for our industry? I don't know anyone who has, and maybe there is, but I don't know anyone, and I think that's the majority of cases. Nobody is ever fully and professionally educated. Perhaps you're going to ask me the same question. Maybe you're going to say, well, Carl, who trained you then? What makes you the, the expert or the guru? You know, you're rolling out all this training, all this advice, but what made you the expert? Well, look, I have a slightly different background to most of you and to most coaches for that matter. Not only have I had my chain of four salons where I kind of learned the hard way about the industry, but before that, I used to be in the retail industry. So I used to be a manager or a store manager with companies like Asda's and Sainsbury's, B&Q, large, large companies where I interviewed and processed over a 1,000 people. I was trying to work it out recently, maybe as near as 2,000 people over all my businesses. So if there's anything that allows me, if you like, to be an expert, it's vast, vast experience. And I also had fantastic mentors. Now, getting back to the bit about nobody's being trained and there's a lack of knowledge. Well, look, we treat recruitment like we treat things like retailing or the way we try and get new clients. What we try and do is we try and put in the minimum amount of effort to get the maximum amount of return. Now, of course, you might be saying, well, Carl, that sounds good to me. And of course, it sounds good to me as well if we can have that principle, but it very rarely happens. We've got to put maximum, maximum effort into our business to get the best return. So we've got to stop thinking of, oh, I've done a little bit of work on recruitment and the results weren't very good, or I've done a little bit of work on retail and the results weren't very good, therefore, I'll give up. You know the kind of thing. Maybe you've just brought in a new product range or something like that, and maybe you've had half a day with the product rep and you think, right, I'm all fired up, everyone's got the knowledge, and what do you find in a week's time? You're back to where you were the week before. Now, we do the same with social media. We do the same with putting you know, haircuts up before and after photographs, thinking we're going to generate more clients. 
We do it with nails. We do it with facials, guys. None of you uh, can escape this. You're doing these before and after photographs and normal clients turn up. Okay, you think they're going to flood in? They just don't turn up. Now, we're doing the same with recruitment. We're doing the same old ads in the same old way, but yet it doesn't work. But our response is to repeat, repeat, repeat. Okay, we do the same things. We put in the minimum effort of the same things, expecting the maximum return. We know it's not going to work. It doesn't make sense. What makes sense is understanding what you're really doing. So you're applying the minimum amount of effort, but to you, that's the maximum amount of effort. Now, what I mean is, that's the maximum amount of effort that you are prepared to apply, as opposed to the maximum amount of effort that you need to apply. Because, look, you've got people around you telling you it's impossible to get these workers. Therefore, if this is being endorsed, if you like, by other people, it must be right. What they're really saying, though, is, look, I've done a few ads, I've done the minimum, and they just don't work. Or when I do get someone, they just aren't very good. As I explained to my clients, if you believe something can't be done, you're going to be right. If you believe something can't be done, you're going to prove yourself right because you're not going to do it. So if you think you can't retail, I promise you, you are right because you're not going to do it. If you think you can't recruit, I promise you're going to be right because you aren't going to do it. Or you are going to take the absolute token gesture so you can justify to yourself that you are making some effort and that there must be some force out there stopping you from recruiting. The reality is there are plenty of staff and workers out there, literally thousands and thousands of staff in the UK and the USA available for your business. Now, maybe it's that you don't know where they are, or maybe you don't know how to recruit. That's okay. Or maybe you just don't want to put the effort in. Well, that's different because, you know, if you don't want to put the effort in, maybe you're a little bit lazy or perhaps you've just given up on the whole thing. I probably can't help you. But that's the great thing. I don't have to help everyone. I don't have to solve the whole industry. I don't have to pretend that recruitment is something we can solve in a couple of sessions for everyone in the world. What I can do is help you solve your problem. So you probably aren't lazy. The fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me you're engaged, that you're listening, and that you're trying to change the way your business goes. So I probably can help you. Now, the best way I can help you at the moment, you know, running on from last week's podcast, is to tell you again about the challenge that's coming up next weekend. Now, this is just a starting point, but on the 12th, 13th, and 14th of March, 2023, I'm going to be running three 30-minute sessions that's going to help you understand the key areas that you've got to get right in your recruitment uh, strategy, okay? So we're going to be talking about in part, about the advert, about the marketing, and about the interview. You've got to start to understand those as different processes. Now, each evening, just for 30 minutes, I'm going to take you through three different sections. Now, this is called the Kickstart Challenge. The idea is to kickstart your understanding, your knowledge, maybe your, your passion, whatever it is, is to kickstart the way you look at recruitment. Now, Challenge 1 I'm going to kind of help you understand why staff or future staff candidates, if you like, why they don't like you. 
okay? Why they don't like what you're saying. Maybe it's in your adverts or maybe it's on your website. So we've got to understand it from their point of view. Now, in challenge two, I'm going to help you understand what motivates people. What motivates people to join you? What motivates people to come and work for you? And I promise you, much of it is not what you think. And then finally, we'll move on to challenge three, okay? And we're going to take a look at the interview process because you work too hard in, in all of this process, even doing the challenge and then doing the adverts and all that sort of stuff to get this bit wrong. So in the third section, we're going to start looking at interviews and I'm particularly going to focus on things you don't want to get wrong, things you don't want to say, things that are usually kind of the, the key mistakes when interviewing in our industry. So whether it's advertising, marketing, or the interview, we are going to make a start on that, okay? But as with all challenges, I think all of these things, maybe learning in general, you know, we've got to have some fun as well, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get some prizes together. I've got um, some Prosecco gift packs. I think they're worth around £40 each. And you can get a chance to win one of these with each challenge. You know, maybe you're the person that wins all three, but certainly you're going to get the chance to win one for each challenge. So there's something important that you have to do. You've got to register for the challenge. Otherwise, you won't know where to go. So make sure that you register. Now, you can go into the show notes and do that. There's a link in there. Or you can just email me, info at salon-help.co.uk, and I'll make sure that you get the opportunity. But on recruitment overall, we know that, you know, being short-staffed in your business is no fun at all. And we know that more salons have a cycle of getting the staff that they want only to lose those staff. Now, that's a different kind of training and coaching altogether why you can't hold on to your team. But you've got to start breaking this cycle and you've got to know that you have the ability to get more, sometimes better people than you have already because it's really stressful, isn't it? It's really stressful working on your own. It's really stressful when you get that resignation. And it's more stressful when you know that you can't replace that person. But imagine having the knowledge and understanding and being a professional recruiter. Well, maybe that will change the way you see your business because just getting smaller isn't going to solve your problems either. Just getting smaller and working on your own is going to create a different type of stress. So if you think having staff is stressful, well, not having staff is going to be stressful as well. The next time you go on holiday and there's no money coming in, the next time that, you know, you're not feeling so well and there's no money coming in, the next time that your income is limited, but your outgoings are more demanding. So maybe things like inflation or maybe things like your children demanding more as they grow up through life, it's going to be very hard for you to do that as a solopreneur, okay? But that's a different discussion. For now, if you are the type of salon owner who wants to recruit, whether they're employed or self-employed, start with this challenge. It's going to really open your mind. When we look around, we see that all good businesses, well, all good businesses that give the owners financial and time freedom have staff. It's that simple. There's no solopreneur businesses that offer that type of flexibility and reward. So, you know, I've got to be honest, as a coach, I do find it extremely frustrating when I see people struggling or failing because, first of all, 
they don't need to. And it's only their beliefs, maybe their negative beliefs, that are creating that. Now, you might be taking that as a, a personal criticism, but I want you to take it as a almost a personal analysis. The way I see it is this. How can we have some salons that are struggling to even get one or two members uh, you know, of the workforce, you know, self-employed or employed, yet we have other salons, maybe chains of salons with, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 therapists or stylists. You know, can you see the disparity there? So it can't be the environment, can it? You know, it can't be things like the recession. It can't be taxes. It can't be the fuel poverty. It can't be interest rates. It can't be Brexit. It can't be anything else because we all have those things. So the salons that have got plenty of staff have a really, really good recruitment strategy, have a really good recruitment process. That's the only difference between you and them. Maybe as well that, you know, they apply it because it's okay having a plan, but if you don't apply the plan, it doesn't work. So in short, it kind of has to be you, or more specifically, it has to be your knowledge and your application. So if it's just your knowledge, then you need to do this challenge. I implore you to do this challenge and start the kickstart, right? Kickstart the process that will change the way you recruit people in the future. Now, if you feel you don't have time to do this, it's three evenings for 30 minutes, but I understand that people have got busy lives. As long as you register, I'll make sure that I get you a copy, okay? I'll get you a copy the next day. I'll pop it in your email, and you can run it through it then. I don't want anyone to miss out. So make sure you register, and I'll get that over to you because you'll be able to listen to that whenever it's right for you. Now, appreciate you might be listening to this podcast sometime well after the challenge has happened, and I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic challenge. But if you are, maybe in the weeks or months or years afterwards, and you think, well, I need help with recruitment as well. Look, reach out to me. Please email me at salon-help.co.uk and just say, Carl, here's you on the podcast. I've got recruitment issues as well, and I'll get something over to you. And that's all for this week, guys. It's been a great session talking about recruitment. I hope you join me for the challenge. Please take a look in the showcase notes. Leave me a review. Make sure you subscribe. And I'll see you all again next week on the Salon Help Good to Go podcast.